Yo, I'm out here chilling with the triple champ, chonies and chonklas, the both of us. Like father, like son, episode number 92 of the Whiskey Sick Podcast, all up in your ass, Amazon position, hit them with that theme music. So I gotta walk, got the chalk, got the draw Outlines for these ladies, I'm about to slay Got my cape on with some napalm Shots of days gone, then the game's on What you play, huh? Hard to get, I'll be wet for all that dry hate Looking my way, while your eyes say You and I may get off like a right lane But I might strain, pull up lane with a migraine I'm a wrench to that ratchet bitch, a bench for the acid offense with a ladder, get up on it. I said a wrench to that ratchet bitch, a bench for the acid offense with a ladder, get up on it. Hello, miss, like, what's your name? Such a shame, you don't drink, who's to blame? Cause I'm fine like I'm Cosby in the lobby of an AA meeting on a payday. We can make it rain even on a sunny day. What you say, you and I could run away. Meet up when you drop that molly. Off, love that chick of Molotov while she's on the side, hating faded lane on the pavement, wasting all of my patience. Come on, you gotta go, go ahead, put your bad self. You gotta get up, bang, but I'll ask now. Come on and get up, all the bands with my hands out. You gotta get up, this that gotta make down. Motherfucker, get up, go ahead, put your bad self. You gotta get up, I'll bang, but I'll ask now. Come on and get up, all the bands with my hands out. You gotta get up, this that gotta make down. Why don't you get up? Ah, shit. Here we are again for the 92nd time. 92 motherfucking times at estimating an hour an episode. Uh, Haven't always been good at math. That's over 92 hours. Over three days worth of broadcasting and getting all up in your ass, homies. We are nearing the 100 episode mark. I'm working on some shit. I'm working on some shit. Now, uh, usually when I announce something, it doesn't come to fruition, but this is going to be different. This is the 100th episode of the Whiskey Sick Podcast, and we're coming up on it maybe in March, March March-ish, around then, maybe a little sooner. We'll figure it out. A lot of shit going down right now, homies. I, I, I'm rocking right now. Chonies and Chonklas just took the little man to bed. Uh, he was with me for the beginning, and then uh, we, had to, we had to take him off to, to nap time. Uh, we about to rock today. We got so much shit. Um, got NFL shit to talk about. We got a huge fight card. It feels like the first time in a long time we get to talk some real fucking fights. Um, the actual, the last fight card that was this Saturday, the uh, Overeem versus uh, Rosenstrike was actually a dope-ass card, so we'll get into that shit, too. Um, but I got, I got to get into the hot shit right now. I got to get into to what the streets are talking about. Y'all ain't been living under a rock. Eminem and Nick Cannon are, are, are in a beef. Well, sort of, kind of. Nick Cannon is in basically a beef with himself. Um, this dude, if you didn't know, uh, Eminem put out a track with uh, Fat Joe called Lord Above. Had a couple dope-ass little lines. Um, actually, let me get that shit up. Let me pull that shit up. I was going to play this fucking uh, Nick Cannon shit, but let's do this. Let's do this. Let's do Eminem, Lord Above. Eminem. 
Lord above. We're just going to go right to it. I mean, not, not to disrespect Fat Joe uh, and all those homies, but uh, we, ain't trying to, we ain't trying to listen to that shit. But this is what started the whole hoopla here. Let's put this up. Here we go. Here we go. Just rock it. Think I just got a light bulb. Something I'd like to mention. This is just on a side note. Word to the terror squad, Joe. This is all puns aside, though. I know me and Mariah didn't end on a high note. But that other dude's whip. That pussy got him neutered. Tried to tell him this chick's a nut job before he got his jewels clipped. Almost got my caboose kicked. Fool quit. You're not gonna do shit. I let her chop my balls off too before I lost to you, Nick. Now y'all motherfuckers not, not, might not get it right off the bat. I'd rather chop my nuts off too before I lost to eunuch. Eunuch? As in eunuch cannon? Slash as in eunuch? A motherfucker that loses his motherfucking nuts? All up in his ass with one motherfucking line. One bar. Two bars right there. Two bars. And this motherfucker Nick Cannon spent the last like week making songs, whack-ass tracks, trying to get back at Eminem and just making a goddamn fool of himself. You remember how back in the day, you might not know, The Source magazine had something every week. I mean, The Source magazine was the motherfucking shit. Uh, and every month they had a hip-hop quotable. And it was usually for a while, it was some dope shit. It was some Nas, nice, some, some, some uh, I don't know, some, some dope shit. Some Rock Kim. Eminem, I'm sure, has been in there. Um, I'm, in fact, I, I know he's been in there. And it was always in the corner of the little page. And you could read the hip-hop quotable. That was like a fucking honor to have that shit. This would be in that, in that as a hip-hop quotable, like, worst line ever. We're going to bump this fucking... This, Nick Cannon made the two wackest diss songs in the history of hip-hop. So bad that he defeated himself without Eminem having to even respond. He beat his own damn self. He cheddar-bobbed his own self. He shot his own goddamn self. Plaxico Burris, his own goddamn self. Don't take me, don't take my word for it, homies. Listen to this bullshit right here. This, this is called The Invitation. If y'all haven't heard this, uh, y'all on some stupid shit. And this is Suge Knight right here in the beginning. Whatever your name is. Somehow we're going to some R&B shit here. I don't know what the fuck this is. This shit is. This is some salt. You ain't come hard, motherfucker. Not with this soft shit. Ain't no coming back. That's a fact. This the invitation. Hold Joe to lean back. Don't get hit with this retaliation. So fuck with crap. White boy, he fuck with crack, crack, pills and smack shit. Ain't about the relapse. Call Kim, somebody get Haley and that other kid you raising that ain't even your baby. Took a page out of Drake book. This might get a Grammy. We going back to back till you respond on the family. My baby mama killed you off a decade ago and you still crying about it, bitch. You know who really the hoe? I called Joe to set you up and you fell for the job. Slim on show for the video because he tear five to my squad. I heard your chauffeur got a video and you sucking the cop. You paid him off. Then laid them off Now who really the op Should call me the new Pac Ain't no killer But don't push me How the fuck y'all got me Battling Elvis Pussley Nigga Homie said They call me the Who's they Who the fuck Name one motherfucking person Not even your motherfucking mammy Not even your own motherfucking pappy Has ever called you Motherfucking anything Close to Tupac They haven't mentioned Tupac Within a fucking paragraph Of mentioning your fucking name 
the new Tupac. Uh, I'm not a killer, but don't push me. Y'all got me battling Elvis Pussley. This motherfucker said Elvis Pussley on motherfucking wax. He put it on wax. Elvis Pussley. You talking about M being on crack and shit. The fuck is you on? That you thought it was dope to be kicking Elvis Pussley as a fucking bar. How many people were in that motherfucking studio? A producer, a fucking manager, a bunch of fucking eddies, some groupies, uh, um, some uh, the fucking engineers that are in there, uh, all these other rappers in there. They all let you say that shit? That's some fucked up shit. They let you just fucking, that's like, that's like you in the club and shit and it's dark and everybody knows who the tranny is except for you and it's getting late and you start making out with the bitch and they just let you. Instead of rolling up over there and like, nah, homie, homie, and grabbing you by the shoulder and leading you away and shit. They just left you to get fucked by the tranny, homie, by letting you put out this motherfucking Elvis pussy shit. If you haven't seen, he turned into an instant meme with this shit. This motherfucker put out the worst hip-hop bar ever. The worst diss bar ever. Talking about Suge Knight at the beginning, Eminem, whatever your name is. You just said his name, you dumb fuck you. You know goddamn well who the fuck Eminem is. That shit's the corniest shit. That's the corniest shit you could come up with is to pretend you don't know somebody. That you 100% know who the fuck is. This dude, Nick Cannon, talking about trying to diss Eminem for being a, a respectable human being and adopting two children that weren't his and raising them. When the fuck is that a diss, homie? Don't you have two kids? With fucking Mariah? So what kind of father are you if you're going to diss a motherfucker who's raising other people's kids? In the lap of luxury, taking care of them. Sending them to school, to college. That's a diss all of a sudden? This is, this is what you thought of, homie. You sat alone at night, uh, uh, fucking doing whatever you do, and came up with these fucking whack-ass bars. And thought it was dope. I ain't even gonna play. And then he gotta get 16 other motherfuckers coming on here. I guess, all, I never heard of these dudes, but apparently they're all like legitimate um, battle rappers, like in the battle rap community. I don't even know who the fuck they were. They had four bars each on this shit after it, like literally four bars, and they play that hook like 18 times. It's basically that hook and then like four bar verses from like 16 different dudes. They all took turns running train on, on, on motherfucking uh, Nick Cannon afterwards. Pump out their four fucking bars and then pump Nick Can- pump a couple couple into uh, Nick Cannon into his motherfucking ass. They came out with another fucking one using the Renegade beat right after that, and and, and another five fucking people that we don't know. I guess they're apparently on the on the uh, Wild and Out show. This dude's begging Eminem to be on the Wild and Out show. That's like me begging Joe Rogan to be on my podcast. This motherfucker don't need... Who the fuck are you... Why the fuck would he ever go on Wild and Out? What are you going to expose him to that he hasn't been exposed to ten times over? You out your motherfucking mind. This motherfucker comes out and spits Eminem's... Uh, to Eminem's renegade beat. Using Eminem's flow. Says he's not a lyricist. And then didn't change 90% of the lyrics. And use 90% of the original Eminem lyrics in his fucking verse. Shit was corny, homie. This dude been getting uh, dominated on, on the internet. Go on YouTube. 
Look at this shit. If you you got your little ten minute break coming up, your mandatory 30, 30 minute lunch period before your fifth hour violation. Take your ass over into the fucking lunchroom, kick your feet up, uh, grab somebody's uh, leftovers from the fridge, heat them up, take a seat, and, and just Google Nick Cannon. That's all. I, I mean, YouTube Nick Cannon. You'll just see motherfuckers roasting this fucking verse, roasting these two songs. They're, they're horrible, and he's begging. The invitation is the invitation to... I was like, what is he like? What's he inviting him to? Like a, a bar mitzvah? Uh, some fucking, you know, um, Jewish holiday shit? What, what, what's, what's, what's Christmas? Kwanzaa? I don't know what the fuck. But he's inviting him to... Wilding out. I didn't even know this show was still on. This motherfucking show is just a bunch of wannabe comedians, some fucking knockoff comedians, and, and, and a bunch of failed Instagram uh, wannabe um, Dollar General uh, Kim Kardashian-based chicks, basically. A bunch of wannabe Iggy Azaleas. And let me tell you, that's, that's not who you want to be. They got these corny-ass, uh, ghetto-ass white chicks on there trying to rap and shit, sounding stupid. They got all these, all these comedians that ain't funny. Never has, never was been, basically. And, and, and Nick's over here begging Eminem to come on his show and shit. Why the fuck would he do that? This, dude, this dude's reaching Kanye West levels. You see this dude, Kanye West? Every time I try to let Kanye West go, now this dude, he couldn't let Nick Cannon have the, have the limelight. This motherfucker came out dressed as, as, as the fucking Tin Man the other day. This dude came out here dressed all... Covered in silver. He painted himself silver. His whole face, he came out in silver face. Looking like a, a fucking cavity. Like he's going to do a Crest commercial or some shit. This dude dressed like a fucking cavity in public for some, uh, um, some opera he's doing or some shit. Google that motherfucker. That dude's wilding out. I was like, did, did, did fucking Juice World go to this dude's fucking uh, little Sunday service and, and, and just fucking lose his mind and shit? Went off of that fucking lean. Went, went to that lean too hard. We need answers. Homie dressed like, like all in fucking silver preaching and shit. Man, fuck. Who's worse, him or Nick Cannon? I don't even know. This dude, all of a sudden, Nick Cannon thinks he's like some kind of gangster or something. Bring your motherfucking ass to the Thunderdome. Bring your ass to the Thunderdome, Nick Cannon. You want to fight Eminem? Nah, homie. You don't get title shots right off the bat. Come work your way up through the fucking minor leagues. Come to you. Bring your motherfucker. I'll bring whiskey up in this bitch. Whiskey will latch onto that motherfucking neck. We going Hindu chokes. Hindu guillotine chokes from the fucking rubber guard on your motherfucking ass and drop elbows on you. You ain't getting out of the minor leagues. You over here begging for title shots and shit. The fuck is wrong with you? You do a couple steroids and, and, and pump a couple weights with, with you ain't with, with, with Michael Jordan, Michael B. Jordan, ain't not even the real Jordan. Everything about this dude is knockoff. He ain't kicking it with Michael Jordan. He's got to kick it with Michael B. Jordan. He ain't on Saturday Night Live. He's on Wildin' Out. He's ass backwards, this dude. He ain't on American Idol. He's on America's Got Talent. He's on that knockoff. Routine. Great value shit. Kirkland brand shit. Trying to... Nah, Duke. We're canceling after the seven-day trial period. We ain't buying it. 
put the fucking mic down, homie. Put the these. They had these motherfuckers. Look up Grizzy, uh, Grizzy something. Grizzy Hendrix. Look up Grizzy Hendrix. This dude, uh, he always puts out little little beef tracks against whoever drops beef beef bars against Eminem. He's like Eminem's protector and shit. But he dropped a killer ass fucking uh, uh, song, talking mad shit about Nick Cannon. He roasted his ass. A motherfucker just chilling in his pad like me, doing this in his closet, recorded some shit while he's taking a shit. And roasted this motherfucker. This dude coming out here with, I'm not a killer, but don't push me. Y'all got me battling Elvis Pussley. Fuck is wrong with this dude. And they let it out. They put this on the fucking, on the internet, on the ethernet. It's out in the ether, homies. Never, never to be forgotten. I'd rather have my dick pic, my little ass shooter, distributed to the masses than to have been putting that shit out. I'd rather have this little nubbin over here fucking making its way around, making its rounds to everybody's uh, Instagram DMs and shit than, than have my name associated with those fucking bars. Trust me on that shit. I'm packing like a motherfucking cocktail weenie, homies. So that's saying some shit. Moving right along. Where the fuck do I go from there? Um, let's get into the fucking fights, man. Um... It's a big weekend. Big, big weekend. Um, got USC 245. Actually, let's uh, 245. Let's not get into that yet, though. Let's do uh, what just happened. My man Alas Stare over him. Uh, got his motherfucking ass knocked out again. Uh, a couple, uh, couple, about a year and a half ago, two years ago, he got knocked out by Francis Ngannou. Motherfucker sent his ass up in the orbit, left him a pile of fucking ashes on the on the fucking in the octagon. They brought the Roombas out. The Roombas they had about twelve Roombas, you know, going around the the octagon, sweeping his motherfucking ass up. Sometime, you know, it, it took him a while to come back down in the orbit. He fought again, got three straight wins since then. Came out against this guy uh, Rosenstrike, who I'd only seen fight in his last fight. He knocked out uh, Orlovsky in like one punch. I forgot where I'd seen him. And uh, he didn't look bad in this fight. Um, Alistair over him just had a better had a better game plan. He was able to stay away from him, faked some takedowns. Basically, uh, Alistair over him has no takedowns, man. But he was even even saying that he was able to get uh, Rosenstrike down on the ground, which is bad news for him against anybody like uh, Daniel Cormier, who's he's going to retire anyways after his next fight. So we don't got to worry about him. But Stipe Miocic is going to be around. Um, he can do exactly what he did in Gano to to Rosenstrike. Rosenstrike looked like a first day white belt on his back. If he didn't have like a second day white belt on top of him in uh, Alistair Overeem, who's been in the game for like four decades and still doesn't really know how to do a takedown or doesn't know very much jujitsu, um, he would have been fucked. Fuck City. I mean, he he was just laying flat on his back. Um, at times, he used you know just basically using power every once in a while to get up. Um, Striking looked okay. He doesn't put his punches together very well, but he throws hard. He's good with the ones, one twos. Um, that's basically what he's going to give you. Um, he's got some nasty uppercuts that he was he was starting to land. Um, he, he looked solid. He looked like he could he could be something. Uh, Alistair Overeem was just kind of staying away from him, landing some punches here and there. He was landing a nice left hand from time to time. He was he was walking away with it. It was three to one going into that last round. I think the last round uh, Rosenstrike was winning, um, but. It was going to be three to two. There was four seconds left, and uh, Rosenstrike 
just turned this motherfucker. He made him look like the fucking Joker. I mean, he looked like Robbie Lawler in the McDonald Two fight, where he remember Robbie McDonald. Uh, Robbie Lawler got his motherfucking lip blasted off. The same shit happened to Alistair Overeem. And Rosenstrike, he got lucky that um, the ref didn't stop it right away. Rosenstrike just kind of walked away, and Alistair Overeem somehow, some way, got up. But then I think the ref saw either a he saw the lip hanging off and waved him off, or when uh, Alistair Overeem got up, he started rock walking the wrong direction, stumbling more like it. He looked like a, a Walking Dead extra, stumbling his way the opposite direction. Like he he tried to say afterwards that it was a quick fight, a uh, quick stoppage. Uh, no, homie, you didn't even know where the fight was at that point. You were trying to walk towards the exits and shit. Uh, he was looking all around for the exit and then wanted to pretend that he was still fine. Nah, that, that's not how it worked. You got knocked the fuck out with four seconds left. Four seconds away from his fourth straight victory. Um, he managed to snatch defeat out of the hands of victory, uh, the jaws of victory, real quick. Overall, it was, a, it was a decent card. I can't remember any other fights. Let's see, what, what, what were the other fights on here? Um... The fights were competitive. I didn't really recognize a whole lot of names on this shit. Um, oh, yeah, Stefan Struve got kicked in his dick like 18 times by Ben Rothwell and still continued and then got his ass knocked out. That was some bullshit. Uh, but that's basically all that was worth. His homie got kicked in the nuts like over and over again, but fuck that. Let's move right along to the to the ill shit. I'll be out wilding tomorrow night, homies. I'll be out wilding. I'll be, I'll be you know, smoking. About to get my re-up today. Going to call the, the delivery guys. Going to get the, get some more. I think I'm going to, you know, this last uh, couple months, I I, fan, I figured out the uh, vape game. And uh, these vapes, they, they, are, they are nothing to fuck with. These waxes are nothing to fuck with, homies. Be careful out there if you're going to go with the vape game. Um, I still prefer, after a solid two months of hitting these vape pens, um, it's too much, homie. It's too much. I, I'm Sometimes I'm just... I'm a moron. I just, I can't fucking function. So I'm going back to the regular buds. I will get one little, you know, like gram uh, oil just to keep on the download. With those vape pens, you can hit them anywhere, homies. I'm, I'm at Target, you know, chilling, rolling with the triple champ in the cart and shit, and I'm ripping, I'm, I'm ripping bowls. It, it's fucking amazing. Uh, Usman versus Covington. This is some shit. Uh, A.K.A. Sid from Toy Story. Kobe Covington. A.K.A. the former reigning, defending douchebag of the universe, the only man to defeat Kobe Covington in a douchebag of the universe um, title shot, title eliminator, was uh, A.B., Antonio Brown. Ain't nobody touching that motherfucker. He's the GOAT right now. Uh, Kobe Covington uh, tried to come close. You know, he's, he's made, you know, comments about uh, anybody, everybody and anybody. Um, in my heart, I would love to see Kamaru Usman win this fight. But something about this motherfucking Kobe Covington tells me that he's going to pull it off just by sheer hustle. I think it's hustle versus muscle. I think he can wear Usman out. I think Usman's going to be a little, uh, I think just like a lot of people, they're a little surprised by Kobe's hands. He's got decent hands, uh, no head movement, no footwork, but he puts punches together really well and he doesn't stop throwing them and he moves forward and he'll get takedowns, he'll he'll he'll. he'll Try to shoot for takedowns to make you defend takedowns, tire you out. He's not going to get tired. Usman's got a tank too, but I just think this style is going to wear him out a little bit. And his striking isn't that great. You can say, well, he looked kind of decent against uh, 
uh, Tyron Woodley. That was only because he was able to just have his way with Tyron Woodley. He had him up against the cage, and that was the only time he was really landing shots was when he had him up against the cage, and he could put a lot of punches together, and Tyron Woodley was just covering up, and just he wanted out of there. He, he realized early on that that wasn't his night, and, and uh, he got dominated. He made, he made Usman's hands look a little better than they actually were. In the open, in the open mat, in the open uh, cage, in the, in the center of that cage, Usman's striking isn't very good at all. I'll go watch him fight Maya. I think they both fight fought Maya. The crazy thing about this is the guy they had the exact same wins and losses. The guy that Usman lost to, Kobe Covington beat, and the guy that beat Kobe Covington, Usman beat. And they trained together, I think, for a little while. It's crazy how 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 similar these two are. I've got to take Kobe Covington. I'm gonna take Kobe Covington. Um I don't want to, but I also want to see Masvidal fight this motherfucker. Masvidal's out here fucking hitting him with biggie lines. Remember when I let uh, with with Tupac? I'm sorry, with Tupac lines. Remember when I let you sleep in the house with hit 'em up lines? Not those, not those uh, uh, Nick Cannon Nickelodeon bars that you're gonna be hearing and shit. Not that kind of shit. Actual real quotables. Even though I'm pretty sure El- Elvis Pussy will be quoted for for decades to come. Max Holloway versus Volkanovski. I don't know what to think of this fight, man. Volkanovski, I've seen him fight. Um, he's beat some good fighters, man. He beat um, he beat uh, Chad Mendes. He finished Chad Mendes. He knocked Chad Mendes the fuck out. Now, uh, Chad Mendes, we don't know really if that was just because Chad Mendes is really just overused and on his way out. Or is Volkanovski really that good? He fought um, Aldo. Dominated Aldo, three-round fight, dominated him on his feet, really without using any takedowns or anything. So he's got the takedowns in his back pocket. He's falling in love with his striking. I think he's going to have to get back to, you know, getting the takedowns, working them in with his striking. I don't. The thing that Max Holloway is really good at is staying in your face, keeping distance, putting a lot of hands in your face. I'm going to go with Max Holloway. But it's, this, this is iffy. I think this is going to be... This is gonna be this is gonna be a close fight, and so is this next one, Manda Nunes versus Jermaine Durandamy. Now, Jermaine Durandamy is the worst champion in the history. This she was a former champ. Remember, she got awarded a, a gift victory against uh, Holly Holm. Holly Holm won that fight. It was the first fight at 145 pounds for the title. Uh, Holly Holm won that fight. Go back and watch that shit. She won the decision. Somehow, she got fucked on it. Jermaine Durandamy became the uh, the champion. And she immediately relinquished her belt because she refused to fight Cyborg because she said Cyborg was on steroids, which she was not. Uh, they have strict testing. And she was at one point in her career, but that was like 10 years ago. She made a huge – she pussed out. She turned Elvis pussly and, and bitched out that motherfucker and dipped and, and left the belt. I think she went down to 135 and had a couple fights. I know she came back and she beat Aspen Ladd, whoever the fuck that was. She fought in the last UFC. Um Drain Durandamy's good. She's really good. She can strike with Amanda Nunes. And the thing that Drain Durandamy has is like a, a Shevchenko. She's not going to be overwhelmed by striking. This is going to be more uh, of a tactical battle, uh, like more like the Shevchenko versus Nunes fights. This isn't going to be like the Cyborg fight. Cyborg fought the wrong fight. Up until then, she had started a new style where Cyborg was kind of fighting more methodically and kind of working her way in, but her punches are two rounds still. They're a lot, lot hook-dominant type striking. Um, Drain Durandamy's got crisp, straight, traditional Muay Thai kickboxing. 
Dutch style kickboxing, European kickboxing. Uh, she can go hand for hand with Amanda Nunes. This is going to be a tough fight. The only reason I'm going to go with the Nunes, with Nunes really, is because Drained Randomy just doesn't have the heart. I don't think she has the heart. Anybody who's willing to to puss out of a fight. It, I mean, and I thought, honestly, I would have probably picked Jermaine to beat Cyborg. That was the crazy thing because I think her, her she could have out-technical. She's just more technical fighter. And I think that's what the problem the men Nunes is going to have. This is going to be a technical fight. You got somebody who's going to use a lot of kicks too. A lot of leg kicks. Going to put, put them together really well. Keep her distance. She's long too. She would have been a bad matchup for Cyborg. Um, and she's gonna be she's gonna be a tough out for Amanda Nunes. It's gonna be a tough fight. I'm gonna go if I if they're out of these three championship fights, if there was gonna be an upset, I would I would say Jermaine Durand me. I would say Jermaine Durand me could do it. Um, Marlon Marais versus Jose Aldo Aldo dropping down to 135, looking like a, a fucking Auschwitz fucking escapee. Slip through the drain, if you know what I mean, type motherfucker. This motherfucker is skinny as shit. He looking like uh, uh, the old Batman. What was uh, the, the dude that played Batman? He was in this movie called The Mechanic. Uh, what's that dude's name? I can't remember his fucking name. White dude used to be Batman before this last Batman, before Ben Affleck. He was in a movie called uh, The Mechanic. And he lost like, he literally weighed like 90 fucking pounds. That's what this Jose Aldo's looking like. I, I don't like that. Uh, sometimes go, dropping down isn't always the answer. Uh, if he beats Mar- Marlon Marais, I'll believe him. But Marlon Marais is actually built for that division. I'm going to take Marlon Marais. He let me down against Henry Cejudo. He let me down. I picked him. He was whooping that motherfucking ass. He had He had Henry Cejudo, uh, heels overhead, Amazon position, giving it to him. Heavy in that first round. Listen to the commentary. They were saying the same shit. They were like, he's outclassing Henry Cejudo. And then he gassed out in the second round. This motherfucker gassed out in five minutes and got his ass beat from there on out. That's the only thing that, that worries me about this. Jose Aldo can go a hard three rounds. Can Marlon Marais? I don't know. He couldn't go a hard two rounds. So he's got to get Jose out of there quick. Uh, a weekend, no matter what. They, every time somebody makes a, a, a weight cut, they ask him how did the weight cut? Oh, I feel great. I feel better than I've ever felt in my life. And then after they get their ass kicked, they were like, "Oh, it was such a tough weight cut." And then they go back up. Peter Yan, Yan, my bad homie, versus Uriah Faber. I don't know why Uriah's over. He was trying to angle at a fight with after his last fight to, with Henry Cejudo. Ain't gonna happen. Ain't happening. Uh, I, I love Uriah Faber. He's an OG in this motherfucker, especially for the lower weight class. He brought him. He brought him. He was basically what Ronda Rousey was for the women, bringing him to the UFC. Uriah Faber was the 145 pound and 155 pounders at the WEC. Um, you could say um, Anthony Pettis had a little bit to do with that, also with his his win over Ben uh, Henderson at the time. That that fucking ninja kick. But this was the OG of the lower weight class. This was that dude. Now you can't convince me that this dude wasn't on that fucking Hulk juice his whole career when it wasn't being tested for, especially when he was in the WEC. This motherfucker's ripped on ripped, uh, just like everyone was. Just like every, just like Dominic Cruz was. Yes, I, that's the homie. That's a Dago representative right there. But I gotta call him how I see him. That motherfucker was on some shit. All of them were. Um, 
What else we got? Is that that it right now? Oh, prelims, prelims, prelims. Uh, Neil versus Mike Perry. Jeff Neal versus Mike Perry. Mike Perry coming off of that disastrous nose, broken nose. Uh, Ketlin Vieira is a motherfucker. She's fighting some chick I never heard of. I'll take Ketlin Vieira. Uh, Matt Brown versus Ben Saunders. Woo, that's a little scrap right there. Get your asses. You better make sure you, 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 you tuning in to the prelims, that first fight. Not the early prelims, but the prelims. Matt Brown versus Ben Saunders. That's going to be a motherfucker right there. Um, so... There you have it, man. Um, what else did we have uh, for the UFC? Um, got that. Uh, we did have some other fight news. I called it, homies. There was a, a, another fight this past weekend. Drinking my White Claws, homie, my Trulies. Um, we had Ruiz versus Joshua, too. I told y'all I didn't like this dude gaining like almost 20 pounds in between fights, Ruiz that is. Recently, I figured it out after the fight. Some shit, somebody sent me some shit, game-breaking shit. Wiener Snitzel is trying to get in on this this, this craze that's going around. You've seen it at Popeye's, um, all the fights and shit. Um, sold out of chicken sandwiches and shit. Well, Popeye's, I mean, Wiener Snitzel just came out with a game-changer too. They coming out with chili, cheese, tamales homie chili cheese tamales that's what's up you say that sounds like gross i'll fucks with it and i guarantee you andy ruiz was fucking heavy he was probably the taste tester of that shit he's probably the reason why we're getting chili cheese chili cheese tamales trouser chili cheese tamales homie shit your motherfucking pants after you eat them this dude came out here heavy as fuck. I told you, all that's going to do is make you fucking slower. His, his, his edge was speed. Gaining weight doesn't help your speed, man. You weren't going to outpower the dude. Anthony Joshua came out here, and I had it 11 to 1. I think Ruiz had like the ninth round, eighth or ninth round, just because he was a little more busy. He landed some big hooks and that. He was able to get inside. But that was it. I mean, it was basically the jab. Just like I said, you're gonna, he's going to have to jab, stay on the outside, keep moving. He stayed on his bike. Joshua stayed on his bike. He pumped that jab, uh, hit him with some big right hands behind the jab a couple times. Um, and that was basically all it took. He basically took the Fury um, Klitschko-type type tactic. Dance on the outside, keep that jab in his face. That'll work more times than it won't work. Um, especially a guy you're way longer than, way stronger than. Uh, Ruiz talking about, you know, this, this dude was all, you would have thought he won the fight. How he was reacting after the fight. He was just happy to be there again. Uh, he's, he's, he's saying, yeah, we're going to do it a third time. And Joshua's like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Sure we are, dude. He ain't, Joshua ain't fighting Ruiz again. He just beat him 11-1. to Now, I know he got knocked out the first time, but he dropped Ruiz in that first one too, which makes me think it was just a fluke. He, he, Joshua had just been knocked out in training camp the week before. That probably had a lot to do with it. And he, and he came in like, like, like Pacquiao did against Marquez in that last fight when Pacquiao went for the kill. He had that motherfucker all but dead. I thought I was looking, that last Marquez fight versus Pacquiao, I was looking for the, for the towel to come flying in. But there was only like 10 seconds left. And then at the buzzer, Pacquiao tried to throw that fucking Haruken and got caught halfway with a fucking blind overhand right. And I'm basically thinking that's kind of what what Ruiz did, he hit him with that, that fucking left hook with a right hand, then the left hook, something like that. Same type of punch. Caught a dude getting over-aggressive trying to finish him and got caught. 
and then he could take the punch better than 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 Anthony Joshua was because after that point he was like pretty much out on his feet for like four rounds until he finally got finished in like the seventh. So that makes me think that it was more of a fluky. I had seen Ruiz fight before in a title fight. I thought he fought pretty well. It was a close fight. I can't remember the dude who he fought. But uh, no need to fight that uh, to see that shit. I think I think Anthony Joshua gets beat by by Fury. Fury can out. You know, if they bought, both fought that type of fight, you saw him beat. Uh, you saw Fury beat Klitschko. Klitschko, Klitschko the ultimate jab in, stay on the outside type dude, got danced around. Uh, boring ass fight, but it won Fury the title. Beat a guy who hadn't been been beaten like twelve years or some shit like that. Maybe even twenty years. I don't even know. He was there for a long time. Same thing with Joshua. He can't can't outbox Fury, and he can't box. He he can't do anything to Wilder. Really, let's be real. He's gonna get hit, and he's gonna get hit early, and it's gonna be bad news. And you know, Wilder is gonna come out extra aggressive, like he did all those other times. Uh, he didn't come out aggressive, uh, extra aggressive against Fury and Ortiz because he knew those guys were savage fucking boxers, real high class level boxers. Uh, but all those other fights, like the fight before Fury. Uh, he just came in there and just mollywop dudes with fucking haymakers and shit. He's going to come in that kind of style and he's going to catch something because when he's throwing those fucking wild ass overhands, uh, it doesn't matter if you're blocking them or what the fuck you're doing. You catch any part of those gloves, you're going the fuck down. So I think both of those dudes beat, beat uh, Anthony Joshua. But it'd still be sick to watch those fights. Uh, what else do we got? What else do we got? We got the NFL... Um, listen, homies, I, I don't know what to tell y'all about, uh, about the Dallas Cowboys anymore. You, you know what the fuck I know. It's like, it's like watching one of these ID network, uh, shows and, and, and they have like the surveillance video of the actual murder and they're like showing it to you and you're like, you see the person just moseying along, minding their own business and you're like, oh shit, oh shit. Cause you know what's going to happen to them. You're on the edge of your seat. You kind of don't want to look, but you do want to look. That's the Cowboys. It's like watching the Cowboys. I I know exactly what they're going to fucking do. I've called it the past two weeks, homies. I said they were going to get their asses ate on Thanksgiving. Asses motherfucking ate by the Bills. And I said they were going to get their asses ate by the motherfucking uh, Bears. I told y'all. I told you we're going to make Mitchell Trubisky, I think the quote was, is going to look like Brett Favre's bastard son out there. And he sure did. The fucking Jon Snow of the NFL out there. Beat our ass. We made him look like motherfucking Lamar Jackson looked last night. That's what we did to Mitchell Trubisky. I called that shit. I'm going to tell you right now. The Rams got their bibs on and their sporks out. They coming to eat some motherfucking ass. And they going to find a fucking 24-hour buffet Vegas style. They going to feast, feast like it is fucking Thanksgiving. Remember that episode of the, of the, of the Simpsons where it said all you can eat? Like seafood buffet and they had the clothes and they kicked Homer out. And Homer was like, nah, fuck that. It said all you can eat and I'm still eating. That's going to be the motherfucking Rams. They're going to eat ass up the yin-yang, homies. We're getting our ass beat. There's no way, especially the way the Rams are playing the last two weeks. they finally figuring it out. Two weeks ago, uh, they look like dog shit. They got absolutely embarrassed, uh, raped, choked, and facialized. Um, DNA evidence all about their motherfucking face stripping off against the Ravens. And now, 
they're gonna reverse the favors. They're gonna be they're gonna be leaving the fucking evidence, the DNA evidence at the scene of the crime all over our motherfucking booty holes, all over the fucking small of our back, all over our fucking uh, our tramp stamps. Gonna look like they're melting. Little 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 nut jacuzzis in our belly buttons when they take us Amazon position, move right into diaper change. Like passing our guard like butter. Just move from, from Amazon position to diaper change like, like it's nothing. Smooth transitions. They're going to they gonna start off sensual, slow, romantic, soft. And it's going to get rougher. And it's going to get rougher. There's going to be choking involved. There's going to be some hitting, some slapping. It's going to get ugly. And we are going to get our motherfucking asses taken against our fucking will. The D-Boys will get their asses ate on Sunday. Guarantee it. Like I have the last three games. No way in fuck are the Cowboys winning. We got about as much chance of winning this fucking game this week as Nick Cannon does a beating Eminem in a motherfucking rap battle. And we already seen his bars. That motherfucker said Elvis Pussley. We the Elvis Pussleys of the motherfucking NFL. How you like that shit? Hot boys. The fuck boys. Y'all ain't shit boys. The can't tackle boys. Punk ass motherfuckers missed 19 fucking tackles against Mitch Trubisky was 15 of them. Motherfucking Jason Garrett out here playing highlight reels from years past. Like that's all of a sudden going to change some shit. How about you draw up a motherfucking scheme, homie? How about you have a plan A, a plan B, and a plan C? If you're running with the ball, if you're running Zeke, and Zeke's eating ass, continue running the fucking ball. If Zeke's running into a brick wall 40 fucking times, and Zeke's eating ass, I mean, and Dak's eating ass, let Dak eat ass. This dude's a motherfucking cock blocker, this motherfucking Garrett. Cock blocking extraordinaire. One of, one of my stars starts eating ass. This motherfucker rushes into the room and breaks it up. Dak going five yards, uh, Zeke going five yards to carry the last three fucking games. We stop running the ball. Against, in, in that fucking Thanksgiving game, he had like 80 yards or some shit, 50, 60 yards at halftime. Five yards of carry. He ran the ball after the first quarter. He ran it four times. Same shit against the Bears. Then against the Vikings, they run it 25 fucking times or some shit for like 40 yards. Zeke can't go nowhere the entire day. Dak's got 450 yards passing. Randall Cobb's over 100 yards receiving. Amari Cooper's over 100 yards receiving. They're eating ass. We get the ball back under two minutes. We go right down the field in four plays. 83 yards. What does motherfucking Garrett do now? He cock blocks my man Dak. Comes in, takes the chopsticks out of his motherfucking hand, takes his bib off, and and, and fucking escorts him out of the room, right? And he's about to eat some motherfucking ass, and he gives the ball to Zeke. Lose. We lose again. I, I, don't, I don't know. I got to see how the team plays before I give you the, the rest of it. But I think we have a better chance of losing out and losing to the Eagles and then the Redskins than we do of winning this game. 
And if we lose this game, like badly, like we're not even competitive, if we lose a close, tough game and they actually came out and competed, we'll beat the Eagles. Like we did the first time. When we deposit our children all about their motherfucking face. All over Wentz's, the small of Wentz's back. But I ain't picking the motherfucking Cowboys. You're out your goddamn fucking mind. The Patriots finally got figgity fucked the way they deserve to be figgity fucked for years. Like, like, a, like a fucking military wife whose husband is overseas and shit. That's how they got fucked by the refs. Um, about time. Now, you know, I don't even. I, I, I was watching this fuckery and, and they got fucked four times hard. So bad that if you, if the, you only get two challenges, even if you get them right. So there's no unlimited amount of times that a ref can fuck up, but there's an amount of, there a limited amount of times that you can correct their fuck up. Ain't that some shit? They had to use both of their motherfucking uh, uh, re, uh, replay challenges to overturn terrible calls. And then after that, they had four more terrible calls, and they couldn't challenge him. Called homie out of bounds when he was like a fucking foot inbounds. That was a touchdown. They literally took off, off the board. Homie gets a, a fumble recovery and is off to the races. They're like, oh, yeah, Tyreek Hill was there. Did you see the size of Tyreek Hill? He wasn't going to stop that motherfucker. That motherfucker was going to rumble at least inside the 10-yard line. That's another touchdown taken off the fucking board. That's 14 points right there. There's a blatant, just shy of what happened to the, to the Saints in, in the NFC Championship game last year against the Rams. The most fucked up play in history, second only to the Dez Cotton moment. Nah, it ain't taking over the Dez Cotton moment. Fuck y'all. But it was almost as blatant as that type of interference that they didn't call. And, of course, it couldn't be challenged. And, of course, if they did challenge it, you know how these, uh, these uh, interference calls, you ain't getting them. So then you find out the Patriots have been cheating this week. You, you find out that they're over here. These motherfuckers out here uh, uh, videotaping the, the bangles. These motherfuckers are, are acting like they're filming uh, – HBO special or some shit. They, they're filming. They got homies in there. Oh, we're filming a new season of, uh, of Game of Thrones in here. They, they got all sorts of little fucking uh, little cover stories going for them. Talking about we're filming a documentary. Why is your shit pointed at the motherfucking sidelines, homie? They got caught red-handed again. Brazen motherfuckers. They wearing, uh, uh, they I don't know. They were wearing fucking Bruins, Boston Bruins shit. Announcing that they were in Cincinnati taping their fucking game. And they played the Bengals this weekend. They're cheating even against 1 in 10 teams. That's the level. That's what it takes, homies. Stay consistent. If you're going to cheat in Super Bowls, it's probably because you've been cheating the whole way to the motherfucking Super Bowl. And even with the 1 in 10 teams, the 0 in 11 teams, we still getting the 1 up on them. Because we don't want to just beat them. We want to embarrass them. These motherfuckers got caught cheating again. Probably get a slap on the wrist. They said, oh, the video didn't show anything you couldn't see from TV. Fuck that. That's like, that's like your old lady smashing out dudes, you know, every night at the Applebee's fucking bar, taking some home, homeboy home to the fucking, you know, the fucking snooty fox afterwards, smashing out. You catch her fucking six times. And then she tells you, no, this time really I, I wasn't. I was, just, I was just really tired and couldn't drive home, so I had to stop at the snooty fox and get a room. And you fucking believe her. Got the DNA evidence dried on all across her face, looking like a D-boy, and you still believed her. 
Nah, homies, we ain't buying that shit. We putting that shit on layaway. We ain't buying it. We're just window shopping, motherfucker. We ain't buying a fucking thing, Patriots. Canceling after that seven-day trial period. We don't want it. 100% money back guarantee. I want my money back, homie. We saved our receipt. We ain't buying it. Let's go through the games this weekend because there's some solid fucking games this weekend. Uh, let me pull this shit up. What do we got? What do we got? NFL. Here we go. Give you the golden picks right away. You know what? I, I'll be honest with you. I haven't been checking my picks. I don't even remember. As soon as I, I, I stopped this podcast, I have no idea what the fuck happened. Uh, I don't even remember whatever I talked about because I'm so fucking high right now, homies. Rams, Cowboys, uh, if you don't already know by now wh- what I'm doing with that, in, I don't know what to fucking tell you. Uh, Patriots, Bengals, come on. They, they just taped their whole, their, their whole practice. A 1-10 in 10 team rolling out there with, with a fucking junior college quarterback and shit. Uh, fucking XFL uh, quarterback. Uh, actually, I think Andy Dalton's back in. I'm taking the Bengals. You heard me? I'm taking the fucking Bengals. Remember where you heard it first. I'm taking the Bengals. And let me tell you why. The Patriots ain't shit. A bunch of chauncey-ass, uh, bitch-ass motherfuckers on offense. Uh, got gifted a fucking victory against the D-Boys. And um, defense is a little overrated. Bengals are alright on defense. They're okay. They're a pretty shitty team otherwise. But I'm, I'm going to take a collapse of the Patriots this weekend. All hell breaks loose in Boston. This is where we realize this is going to be the game that changes everything. This will be known as the fall of the dynasty right here. It's already begun, but this is going to confirm it. Patriots, not, they're not going to the AFC title game, and they aren't going to the Super Bowl this year, and Tom Brady won't be a Patriot next year. And it's all going to start with this fucking game. The fucking Bengals are going to win this game. Lions, Bucks, who gives a fucking shit? But I will tell you this, Jameis, Jameis Winston is basically like 10 yards behind Dak Prescott for the lead in yards thrown this year. Now, they both have a bunch of L's on their record, and they a bunch of uh, getting their ass kicked in a lot of games, so they have a bunch of empty calorie-type yards. Um, but still, he's got like 4,100 fucking passing yards, Jameis Winston. I'm taking him. Bears, Packers, who knows? I'll just say the Packers. They'll get lucky somehow and win a fucking game. Texans, Titans. This, this, this might be the week, uh, game of the week or, or, or the fucking uh, Sunday night game, which is the uh, Bills and Steelers. Actually, I'll go with that. But uh, Texans, Titans. I'm taking the Titans. These motherfuckers can run the ball. Tannehill's like got a new fucking. He found his way out of, out of Miami, and he's loving it. I told y'all. I told y'all at the beginning of the year, Marcus Mariota ain't shit. I said, get rid of that motherfucker. They finally did. And what happened? They put in Tannehill. And this motherfucker is like 6-1 and one since he came in. Uh, Henry's out there running running wild. He's like five yards of carry type motherfucker now. It, 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 you can't stop him. Their defense is stout. They don't beat themselves. They're well coached. Titans are quietly one of the better teams in the AFC. I'm going to take them to win. I, I, they'll beat the, And they're at home. I, I think they'll beat the Texans in two weeks. In Houston, last game of the year, too. Uh, Broncos, Chiefs, all Chiefs all day. Dolphins, Giants, my God. 
Uh, Carson Wentz got a lucky-ass motherfucker to beat the Giants this past week, by the way. Uh, Whack-ass Carson Wentz, a.k.a. Mariota Jr.-looking-ass motherfucker over there. Uh, Eli came back. You're like, oh, my God, Eli's going to do it. He looked good at, uh, in the first half, and then he turned into motherfucking Eli in the second half and couldn't score another fucking point. The Dolphins are going to beat the Giants' ass. They eating ass. They opening the ass-eating fucking food truck on the motherfucking Giants this weekend. Eagle skins, fucking skins, skins. The Redskins are going to win this fucking game. I ain't bullshitting you. That defense is playing well. They could have beat the fucking Packers last week. They lost in Lambeau 20-15 to only because Dwayne Haskins ain't shit. And I tried to tell you that too. Both of these motherfuckers, the Giants were all pissed off. All the Giants fans were pissed off they didn't get Dwayne Haskins. I was like, hey. Dwayne Haskins ain't going to be shit, and he's proving me right. Now, they ended up with this Danny Pesos motherfucker who they continue to say is dope. I ain't buying that shit. You know where we stand on that. No soliciting over here, motherfuckers. Try next door. We ain't buying it. We ain't buying Danny Yen. We ain't buying Danny Rubles. We ain't doing it. Take your motherfucking ass on with that bullshit. Seahawks going to beat the Panthers' ass. Because any, anybody named Allen, the last name of quarterback other than Josh Allen, now Josh Allen is actually dope for the Bills. Other, all the other Allens ain't worth the shit. Jaguars, Raiders, Minshew, you bitch, you Minshew. Ain't shit either. Put Nick Foles back in that bitch. Quit fucking around. Raiders gonna win that game. Browns, Cardinals, who gives a fuck? Uh, Browns ain't shit. Uh, Cardinals are going to win that game. Cardinal Kyler Murray is actually, he he's just doesn't got a lot working or, uh, for him out there right now. But he, he's going to win that game. Uh, Vikings, Chargers. This is a game the Chargers will win. This is a game the Chargers will win. Sadly, they will. And they'll have the same, they'll have the same fucking motherfucking record as the Cowboys after this. They'll be 6-8. and eight. Because this is what they do. They play. They beat the Packers' ass when the Packers rolled through. And you, you thought, there's no way in fuck. And then they go and lose to the Broncos twice. Uh, shit. Um, they beat the Bears. But that was when Trubisky was looking like Trubisky. Uh, but I'm going to take the fucking Chargers on this. I'm going to. 49ers versus Falcons. Uh, we already know the fucking 49ers. They eating ass. Uh, Bill Steelers. I'm going Bills. I'm going Bills. I'm buying into the Bills, man. They're actually legit. You know, I paid a little more attention to them since uh, they beat my Cowboys ass on national television and served us up like that. Um, and, and they're legit. The Steelers, this Duck Dynasty ass motherfucking Duck Dodgers, Duck Tails ass motherfucker that got a QB. I don't know who the fuck he is. Uh, he ain't shit. I, I, I ain't buying that shit either. We canceling the trial period, homie. We ain't buying that shit either. Um, get the fuck out of here. Where, where's Rudolph? Where, where's Mason? Uh, uh, Rudolph, he's got to be back from concussion protocol. I know you benched his ass, but get his motherfucking ass back in there. We need a, we need a spark plug in here. Uh, Colts, Saints, Saints are going to eat some ass. Period. That's how that goes. Whew. What the fuck else, man? I'm 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 fucking on one, man. Um, I'm about to get. What are we at? Fifty four minutes. God damn, time flies when you're having fun, homies. Um, I got a little I got a little miscellaneous shit talking to do. Before I hightail it up out of here. Um, I actually had this little topic written on my little notes uh, for the last three weeks. Um, this motherfucker was caught. Um, I can't remember where it was. Let me pull this shit up. I'm sure y'all have seen the memes or, or, or whatnot. Um, I don't know if this is in... Uh, this is, of course, it's always... You know, with this weird shit, when people with dudes fucking random shit... It's always it's always in like England or something. 
Um, this guy was caught, drunk man film, fucking a pile of leaves. Out there stroking, um, had this pile of leaves in, in, in fucking diaper change position, uh, took it smoothly, uh, slid right in, and was fucking a pile of leaves. I guess he was fucked up off of some brewskis. Uh, he said some weed, some coke, uh, and, and he lost his fucking mind. Uh, sounds like some fucking meth or something to me. Heroin, something like that. But hey, you mix all that shit, you lose your fucking mind, you end up fucking a pile of leaves in the fucking parking lot of a pub. We're putting your name on blast, homie. Your picture's out here. This dude's picture's out here. He's looking like, tell me this ain't the elite security guard, the Chargers elite security guard from the, a couple years ago. If y'all don't know who that is, go check out the episode. I can't remember it, but the Charger, Charger uh, security guard who was uh, beating his dick through his pants, uh, the old... And, and, and most dudes have done this at some point or other, have stroked their fucking wiener through, uh, uh, through the pocket uh, of the pants, um, either to tide themselves over or to try to hide the fucking heart on or something like this. This dude was tugging uh, down on field level right next to the Chargers, uh, the Chargettes, the, the, the cheerleading ladies. He's, he's over there on film stroking his motherfucking shooter. This dude looks like him. I'm going to actually go ahead and say and make the jump and say this is just the elite security guard for the Chargers caught again out in public stroking. This motherfucker thought he could move to fucking England to Manchester and and start fucking whatever he wants. Nah, homie. You might have fooled everyone else. You ain't fooling Moody Hank, homeboy. You ain't fooling Seth Gecko. This is the motherfucking uh, security guard, the the elite security guard from the Chargers. I know it is. Uh, Michael... what the fuck? Goal Sorky. He's 26 years old. Matches. Abandoned the missionary position. See, they even doing him. I told y'all. They even doing him. He abandoned the uh, missionary position and scuttled away into nearby bushes after Premier Inn, a.k.a. the Snooty Fox staff, shouted at him to clear off. That's some English shit right there. Clear off. Clear off. You imagine him screaming that. He regained, uh, he remained hidden for 10 minutes before sheepishly emerging when police arrived. Uh, so he hid in some bushes before police arrived at the hotel in Stockport, Greater Manche- Manchester, shortly after, before 8 p.m. So this dude was fucked up during happy hour. This wasn't even like 1 in the morning. This was like before 8 p.m. So homeboy was already fucking wild before happy hour was over. Um... And, and, and he hides in, the, in some bushes like John Jones hid underneath the, the, the fucking ring when, uh, when uh, USADA came in to test his piss. If you've listened to Joe Rogan podcast, that's how this motherfucker was hiding in the bushes trying to get away from people. He just thought if he, he stood there long enough and hid long enough, they'd forget he was there. They caught him. Jerk. I, I can't find the video now, but I know they had it at one point. He, he was out there thrusting. He, he, he was busting off willy-nilly, nutting all over, looking like Randy Couture out there all over the motherfucking place. Um, so this homie was actually, uh, he's got his picture. Man, you imagine being this motherfucker trying to get a job, going to a job interview, and homie, homie just came back. The guy that inter- interviews you just came back from his 10-minute break and just watched fucking memes of you while he was taking his shit. And he comes down and sits down in front of you while you're at fucking Bed Bath & Beyond getting a little interview going. And he's like, aren't you the dude? Aren't you the elite security guard? A.K.A. the elite fucking guy? Yeah, fuck. You just get up, turn around, walk out, don't even say a fucking word. This is, where's this guy going to go? His face is plastered everywhere. He's going to have to move to fucking Cambodia or some shit. The Alps or some shit. Afghanistan. Grow himself a fucking beard. He's going to have to do something drastic with his life now. His fa- you imagine being his motherfucking pappy 
His motherfucking mammy. Everybody looking sideways at them. Where the fuck did he learn that? Fucking Lees? How do you fuck Lees? You got a smaller shooter than me if you're getting off on leaves. Footage, uh, mobile phone footage of him apparently trying to have sex with a pile of leaves was shown at Stockport. These, the police were outraged the public. He was sentenced to eight years, uh, eight years, eight months. <laughs> Give him eight years. Eight life sentences for this motherfucker fucking on a pile of leaves. Fall leaves, too. The colors had already changed. They were beautiful, and this guy, this guy destroyed them. He got eight months in prison for this shit. For fucking some leaves. He's got a criminal record. I don't know if that goes down for a felony. It would here. He'd be a sex criminal. He'd have to register as a sex offender for fucking. If you take a leak and get caught, they can get you as a sex offender. At least out here in California. So, this dude gotta, gotta be fucking registered as a sex offender now? This dude gotta, gotta, gotta explain this shit every time he has a background done on him? Man. What was that felony for? Uh, well... You better make some shit up quick. Slapped your mammy or some shit. Got drunk and slapped your motherfucking mammy and the cops came. That's probably a lot better than saying you fucked a pile of leaves. Walmart. They probably drinking. Whoever the fuck does Walmart's uh, uh, you know, clothing designs and shit was probably out drinking with this motherfucker doing lines and rails and shit of that booger sugar with this homie because they put out a, a fucking cocaine t-shirt. You see this shit? These guys are wildin'. You remember, uh, what was it, like Versace or some shit did the blackface, like, like fucking hoodies? This shit is right up there, man. They did, a, they did some, I don't know if this was like a Jeezy, like, like new Jeezy line, young Jeezy line, the snowman line. But they got this snowman looking like uh, uh, Chris Kringle with lines, <laughs> lines cut on, on a fucking table with a straw in his hand. And this was their ugly sweater co- uh, costume, their ugly sweater uh, concept. Walmart has issued an apology after listing a Christmas sweater for sale that shows Santa with cocaine and the words, let it snow. Oh, man. I wish I could have. You imagine if you got your hands on that? It's like, you know, when the, the losing team, they already have all their clothes, all their championship shirts printed up and they literally, they send them to like Africa for, for children with no clothes to wear. And so you see them out there wearing uh, Atlanta Falcon shirts and shit, championship shirts, uh, 1995 uh, San Diego Charger shirts out there, championship Super Bowl champions. They out there rocking that shit. I bet they send these over there too. You're going to see a bunch of kids with Walmart fucking snowman doing fucking rails t-shirts out there or ugly sweaters and shit during the winter. That's fucking crazy. We're going to have the fucking, what, what, what's the, the spring one? Is it some, some fucking junkie bitch with a fucking, <laughs> with a fucking needle in her arm? What, what the fuck? What's the summer? What's the summer one, man? We're going to do, uh... Homie gonna be in a, a, a fucking bath of bath salts and shit, getting all fucked up, eating faces off. Homie had mid, mid-face eat. Fucking Walmart wilding out, man. You remember that other spot? We did a fucking episode, too. I forget who was selling them. I think it was Nordstrom's who was selling the, the already shat-in jeans. This is up there with that shit. Like, no bullshit. They were selling soiled jeans. They had, like, mud stains on them and shit. They were selling dirty jeans, literally. That's what they called them. I'm pretty sure it was Nordstrom's. Already shat in. They already had shit stains in them. You couldn't even shit in your own pants first. 
And then they came out with some other motherfuckers came out with the fucking dog stepped in already. Dog shit stepped in t- uh, shoes. The worn shoes, they already had dog shit on the bottom of them before you could step in the turd. They already stepped in it. They had motherfuckers, uh, you know, quality, uh, quality um, assurance uh, specialists or what out there fucking at the dog part stepping in shit and bringing the fucking shoes back and putting them on the rack and shit. That's real. That shit's real. Look that shit up. Trust me. Soiled jeans and soiled shoes. And now fucking cocaine Santa snowman doing fucking lines. Damn. You're going to have a little leprechaun doing smacking shit come fucking St. Patrick's Day. Shit's wild. These motherfuckers are wild. Who thought that shit? They get fired? Gotta get fired. Whoever okayed that. Not the motherfucker who came up with the concept and the drawing and shit. Or thought of the idea. The motherfucker who allowed that shit to get on the shelves. What's that dude doing? <sighs> um, oh yeah, one more thing. MLB, Major League Baseball. My, my angels just came up with uh, 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 Anthony Rendon. Who should have been the, the World Series MVP. Out there eating ass in the World Series. With the, the Other than a pitcher, the best free agent available. The angels got him. So we're going to be looking good. We just need to get some starting pitching. But the MLB decided that they're not going to test for weed anymore. These motherfuckers aren't going to be tested for weed. They're going to be tested for opiates and other hard shit. But weed is no longer there. Times are changing, motherfuckers. I'm telling you. NBA will follow suit next. Trust me on that. And the NFL dragged their feet. But eventually the NFL is going to have to let that shit go too. They ain't going to be the only ones on the outside. They're going to be like uh, Hillary Clinton back in the day still out there saying fuck gays. And then eventually she was the last one still sitting out there saying fuck gays. Oh, I love gay people. That's what the NFL is going to be. Okay, you can smoke weed. Probably in like 2027. Uh, but MLB, no longer. You can come out here no matter where you are. You can be high as a motherfucker in the batting, uh, batting against these motherfuckers, against uh, Strasburg and, and, and all these Keiko and all these motherfuckers you out here trying to hit, hit curveballs and fastballs high as fuck. It's going to be amazing. Um, but anyways, what the fuck else do you want from me, man? I, I'm done. This is the episode 92. I'm going to be wilding tomorrow, homies. I'm going to be out there with the homies. Uh, we're going to be watching these fights. We're going to get wild. I'm bringing the pen. Uh, so we're going to get zipped the fuck up, probably bring some Trulies, going to Costco tonight, so maybe I get the fucking, the variety pack, the 100 pack, with all the flavors and shit, we're going to be rolling like that, we're going to be getting wild, howling at the moon, off the leash, shitting on motherfucking lawns, but until next week, homies, this has been episode number two, uh, I be Seth Gecko, aka Moody motherfucking Hank, and I'm out, motherfuckers! I walk through the valley of the shadow of my life I walks through the alley back in Cali where the night's bright Stuck with a 9-5, fuck when the time's right Homie, get your limelight, go and get your five mics Spit infectious to them, better left in ruins Better check the fluids, losing vital signs Who's to pull the plug and get the moving? Who's in mood? Is that not choosing music we gon' ride to? You and I knew that became stolen by shaking bass for bucking rhymes Playing safe, I crossed the line and never beat the same again Shame I think what could've been Days I wasted could've spent Raising stakes that would've been When placed into my chest My destiny was fucking fake With grace and fucking bitches dimed out Quarter tank of gas and a dollar needs a fucking change Overstep what's understood Nothing stays the fucking same No way never going back So we sever closing past wounds Bumping cash rules Everything I'm not about Take the bets or walk it out now Showing out how do you think I got to
is for Embrace the day, watch tomorrow, leave with not a fucking word Must have seen me, got the nerve to live like I don't see another Dreams, my mother got her turn to see me under lights And wonder why it took me so long To believe in me like she did, wanna be then be it Or float the stream like Phoenix, you don't believe on be shit Looking through the rear view, I can see the real you Scared but you gon' rise someday If you think that I won't look you where eyes don't blinker, don't you look away But you gon' fly someday If you think that I won't look you in the eyes Don't blink or don't you look away As I walk through the valley of the shadow of my life I walks through the gallows in the shallow where my mind lies Truth is I might rise, too sick I might die Baby on my ninth life, save me I'ma try my eyes I went all in, does it much I crawl in Out the back we fall in with the top rope back Thumbs go clack, tatter at the choke Snap back at not so fast, I had body slow back that it seems as if B-Rabbit is gonna choke But he had tricks up sleeves that hit the time he's gonna blow Funny these money trees I'm underneath I always autumn often not a dollar on I'm falling down all around There's nothing, something's gotta get And that's just how I feel Like that's a bitch but life's the hoe That fucks you every chance she gets Luck to she's the last to bed I have a breath that's like this left The past is yet to creep up on you While you're sitting at the light Flash the bright to last tonight Your shit's about to go down You bitch I bet there's no round The bush to beat there's no sound The push you need to know now the time you waited all your life It's all on sight just wake up For the sake of God they made Love. The way you lie but they trust Today you die or stay up Above the head so they duck What you say I say fuck All the times I never tried Not the ones I failed All the times I fell in line Not the ones I bailed As I walk through the valley I don't As I walk through the valley I don't As I walk through the valley I don't give a fuck I ain't living up I ain't giving up I don't give a fuck As I walk through the valley Not a shadow's left As I walk through the valley Not a shadow's left As I walk through the valley Not a shadow's left To steal my shine Steal my rhymes My guiding light I'm walking through and stride tonight to the rear view I can see the real you Scared but you gon' rise someday If you think that I won't Look you in the eyes Don't blink or don't you look away Don't you look away